Right, g'day everyone, it's Tom here from the Internal Comms team, bringing you, it's episode 13 now, Robert, we're into episode 13. unlucky 13 or lucky 13? Well, I didn't think it was super unlucky, but, you know, Claire was particularly worried about being on episode 13, so... so uh, who, who's got the joy this week, Tom, of being the thir- on the 13th episode, well, and either thir- being lucky or unlucky? That's right, well, the 13th episode, so for the next month, I should say, we're going to get our state general managers on, which I think is really exciting, get a bit of insight from them, and the first one we've got uh, is Andrew Hall, so welcome, Andrew Hall, how are you? I'm very good, Tom. Good morning, everyone. I have to say I'm pretty devastated that I only was 13th choice for the Robcast, to be quite honest. <laughs> I'm not bothered about being number 13, just disappointed that's where I ran <laughs> yeah, That's some good feedback there for Robert there, perhaps, Andrew. Yeah, I know where I stand at. And Andrew, I thought I might start with you. I think... You know, you led the supermarkets EMT, and now, you know, it's a pretty challenging situation down there in Vic Taz. I, I just want to ask you, are you okay from a personal perspective? You know, how are you going? Like, uh, how are you coping with all of this? Yeah, thank, thanks, Tom. Um, there's certainly a, a feeling of deja vu in all this. I think, um, I think the quote given to me many times, you know, pandemics are once in a lifetime. Well, we're, we're having a second crack at it down in Victoria at the moment. Um, I'm, I'm fine, thank you. I mean, the, the great thing about doing my job is you've got hundreds, thousands of people. Um, you know, I've got 35,000 team members across Victoria and Tasmania who are all wanting to do the right thing for our customers and to support me personally. So the great thing is is just to be surrounded by brilliant people that can't do enough for their customers or their team, Tom. So that gives me confidence. But from a point of view of is it a challenge? Yeah, absolutely it is. And I think... Uh, I think all of us down here would be, you know, probably lying if we didn't say we're slightly worried about the developments in the in the last few days. But I have to say, Tom, you know, I get real strength from seeing the team and the supermarkets that are in the hotspot areas and and dealing with this on a day to day basis. Who just have just been brilliant, to be quite honest. You know, they they rock up for work every day and you know, want to look after their customers, keep their team and safe, keep their contractors safe that visit the stores and, uh, you know, that would give anybody strength to see the, uh, the, the what the team are doing in these areas and, and across Victoria, to be quite honest. So, yeah, I, I feel great just because I get to work with people that are brilliant every day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Andrew, I just thought you might be able to give a team the team just what's the latest happening down there? What, what are you guys working on in the next week? What, what's it sort of look like? Yeah, I think I think the benefit of you know having led the supermarkets EMT and uh, you know a lot of us are in the rhythm. Robert, myself, you know Claire, um, Rochelle, uh, you know Martin, who looks after all the safety pieces, and you know the team on the ground here. You know, to have people like John Breen, Georgia, um, John Dutero, you know, all leaning in and uh, looking after the state. You know, we, we've got a good planning process in place. I mean, we, we try and work a week, two weeks ahead of what might happen. And so, you know, we, we try and look at the scenarios, work with the government around what potentially could happen and have the answers for our store teams as soon as it's happened. So a good example of that would be yesterday, the closure of the border. Um, you know, we knew what we'd do if the border closed and we were able to get all the stores on you know, from across uh, our border with New South Wales. And we also had the, the Santuar team on with the Mildura stores and all the other brands to ensure we were all joined up, that our teams knew what they had to do with the essentials letter um, and then what was going to happen potentially with a permit that we, that we would need to apply for for each of the team members. So I think getting ahead of what it could look like is, um, 
is really important. I think the other thing is, you know, sometimes we've just got to be a bit more agile. I mean, and I have to a shout out for my team in uh, in the city. You know, yesterday, Jonathan Gret in the team at the district and many people from other stores came together and, and packed 1,500 uh, food uh, parcels um, for off the 70 pallets of stock for the nine towers that are locked down in Melbourne. And they're doing the same again with fresh food and fruit and vegetables today. And a lot of people here have worked you know, 30 hours in the last two days doing stuff that is well over and above what they should be doing in their day job. And, you know, in the end, we had, you know, we had more volunteers than actually we needed. But I just think that, you know, even when we've planned out the stuff that we know might be coming, we can get on with it fast. And that gives us confidence and gives our team confidence. And when we have things spring up like, you know, a need for food and to feed people, you know, the team just jump on it and, and do an exceptional job. And that's just not the team on the ground who are brilliant. It's the all through the business, which makes Woolies such a great business. You've got, you know, the replenishment team getting us the stock, the supply chain team delivering the stock, and then the whole ops team jumping in, getting it packed, delivered. And, you know, the guys would delivering to the bottom of the, the, the flats uh, yesterday, the units yesterday, ensuring that the food got to the people that needed. And, you know, you can't be any more prouder than your team, you know, dealing with that on a day-to-day basis. And to back it up again today, I think, is, is just brilliant. So in answer to your question, Tom, the state emergency team led by John Breen are really w- working about what does the future look like, um, look, looking at what the future looks like. And um, I think our communication with our team you know, we're really over-communicating to ensure that, that we keep really on with our social distancing pack. The team have been signing off the social distancing pack twice a week in detail, and they've done a fabulous job. And, you know, we get good feedback every day from our customers around that. Um, so I'm really confident in what we're doing to keep our team and customers and contractors safe, but I'm also very aware that this is an evolving situation hour by hour. And every day we wait to see what the next development is from the government and then we react and respond to it, Tom. Yeah, brilliant. I think there's some fantastic stories, you know, coming out uh, down there at the moment. And I just thought I'd give you an opportunity, Andrew, just to, if you want to share anything with the Victorian team and just to let them know, um, you know, anything that you wanted to share to support them. Oh, listen, I think, you know, the thing that we do have here in Victoria and with our Tasmanian team is that, you know, we we communicate a lot. People say I talk too much, but, you know, I, I usually don't listen. Usually Robert's saying that, to be too quite honest. But, um, you know, I just think that everyone needs to be joined up. And the best thing about my team is the feedback we get from our store managers, our group managers, our ops managers, who really tell us what they need to be able to do the brilliant job they do looking after their team, customer and contractors. And I would just say to the Victorian team out there, if there's anything at all that you need to be able to do that, um, then you know they just need to reach out to any of us and, and, and tell us what they need, and we will absolutely work our hardest to ensure we can provide that. And in fairness, that's what the team are doing at this moment in time. And I think that you know the fantastic thing about the team down here is that you know we've, we've probably got three tiers of, uh, of situation at the moment. We've got the, the stores that are right in the hot spot of the COVID situation which is developing we've got the greater Melbourne stores that are probably watching and and waiting to see what happens and then we've got our country stores who are just itching to help in any way that they possibly can and uh, you know I'm sure it'd be the same in every state but I have to say the uh, the Victorian 
community spirit is absolutely evident at this time and uh, I think it's fabulous that not just in Woolworths but across all the communities you see people wanting to work together and really support each other and I think you know in the city last night we saw hundreds of volunteers turn up just to try and get food to the people in the towers and it just shows that you know we're all in this together and I think that gives people strength as well Tom. Yeah. Absolutely, Andrew. Well, thank you. And just a quick change of pace now, Robert. Um, we've seen a lot of questions coming through WorkJam this week just on the Plus Card credit situation. Can you just give us a quick update on what's happening there? Sure, Tom. Um, and before I do that, I think uh, yeah, it's been really um, – just want to echo um, what Andrew said about the Victorian team. I think having Andrew um, and, and who led the national AMT to be obviously – Dealing with this at state level um, has been really uh, critical for us. Um, we wouldn't choose it for anyone, but uh, incredibly fortunate of Andrew because his leadership through the EMT was was first class. And I think it's the if it, it, you'd never want this to, to happen, but if, if you had to choose a place for it to happen, that sounds a terrible thing to say. But I, I mean, it is that I'm, I'm uh, the confidence I have in Andrew and the team to lead us through that, and we'll come out the other side. Um, better and stronger together. So, you know, credit to Andrew and the yeah, team in Victoria. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, yeah, plus card credits, Tom. Uh, we, we released some comms last night. Been a lot of concern from team. I think you know we cancelled um, a, a, several thousand plus cards last week. It's still a minority of plus cards, but all weekend I was fielding comments on what jam. Um, it's a group wide thing. So, we certainly, we, we had three calls yesterday with Brad, Karen, Jane Og, and others trying to figure it out. And we've come up with a solution, which is that all, as of last night, uh, Monday night, all um, all uh, cards, all, all recognition payments were removed from the cards. Um, and in the, over the next two days, we'll go into success factors. So Thursday morning, team, log into success factors. There'll be a link there. They can click and download the balance of the recognition reward as an electronic uh, gift card. Um, that allows people much more flexibility as well. There've been lots of questions about, I want to buy this, I want to do this. Clearly, cigarettes was out of range because we don't have give team discount. Much more flexibility for the team. So, um, look, it's been a, a learning experience uh, for all of us. Jane Ogg and the rewards team deserve enormous credit. They've stuck uh, through this all weekend. Um, and come up with a solution. So, you know, for them, uh, they were really keen to make sure we got the right solution for our team, and I think they've done that. So, come Thursday, uh, providing there's no glitches with uh, with this ch- uh, ch- change, everyone should be able to access access their funds. If anyone has the view that they um, lost their funds or were misappropriated, there will be an escalation route for them to, to raise raise that as an issue, so we can sort that. Out case by case. Great. All right. Thank you, Robert. And Andrew, I've got one last one for you. And the questions come from uh, Sylvia. And Sylvia wants to know, how often do you travel down to Tassie during normal times? And has COVID had, had an impact on your travels to Tasmania in 2020? Yeah, thanks, Tom. I, yeah, absolutely has. I, I ran Tristan this morning and I was chatting to him and uh, just to reintroduce ourselves. I think... Uh, uh, I, I think I'm usually down there every four to six weeks, to be quite honest, and, and, and seeing the team and... Uh, not only do I look after the, the, the stores down there, but I also um, sit on the board with the SIW Logistics Group that delivered to Woolworths as well. So it's been pretty impacted to the travelling down to Tasmania. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a beautiful part of the world to go to and you always get such a warm welcome from the store teams. And, uh, you know, we get, we're itching to get back down there. And we thought we were getting to that stage, you know, hopefully before by the end of July. But unfortunately, that looks like that will be put on hold a little bit longer but 
you know, the great thing about down in Tassie, we've got a great ops manager in Tristan and, and the group managers in Graham, Mark and Janair and uh, a fabulous store manager team. And, and, and the team down there are just doing an exceptional job. Their sales keep going from strength to strength to keep gaining market share. And um, they're doing a brilliant job in my absence. Uh, maybe, maybe I need to go less often in the future, but uh, <laughs> I can't wait to get back down there and see the team some and... Uh, and uh, I know I'll, uh, as soon as that can happen, myself and, and John Dutira and the team will be down to say hi and uh, they can show us what they've been working on in the last few months. Yeah, brilliant. All right, Andrew. Well, we're going to let you get back to it, mate. Really appreciate you jumping on the line with us this morning, having a chat. And Robert, is there anything else you just wanted to close out with? No, just um, I should say I'll get to see the Tasmanian team before Andrew because um, <laughs> I can fly there. So, <laughs> Tristan, I'll look forward to seeing you soon. Um no, I, I think just to echo again. Uh, look, I, our thoughts are with the Victorian team. Um, they're coping, um, you know, tremendously well and coming together. And I think everything Andrew said, I'd echo is that, uh, and what it shows, I think, is that, um, and I have to say, in the last couple of days, you know, Andrew's had to deal with a number of things that we've we've come up either to support the towers or, um, you know, lean into our CFC operation to make sure we we keep that running smoothly. So. You know, all the team are really stepping up, and um, I can't say thank you enough. It's a, um, it's a really important time for the business. I, it's not over, and I think that's the other thing. And and one thing I think we we we've got to do, and Andrew and I are involved in a, a meeting later this week, is that we need to take all these learnings and say, how do we build a national plan? Because I'd love to say this isn't going to happen anywhere else. The likelihood is it might, and we need to be prepared for it. So everyone we can take and learn from the Victorian team will absolutely go towards a better plan for the wider Woolworths business. Great. All right. Thank you very much, team. Thanks for tuning in to the Robcast, episode 13, and we'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Tom.